Welcome to Textonation. Joining us is General Motors spokesman Dan Flores. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Well, Fred, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Big day at GM, uh, an announcement about uh, what you're doing with your first all-electric assembly plant, uh, and it's going to be in the Detroit area. Give us the overview of what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we announced some really exciting news this morning where we are going to invest $2.2 billion in our Detroit Hamtramck assembly plant uh, to produce a variety of all-electric trucks and SUVs. And the, the first truck to roll off the DHAM assembly line will be a pickup with production scheduled to begin late next year, late in 2021. So kind of the future is here now, and we're excited about it. And, you know, we think this is, uh, this is GM taking a big step forward in making our vision of an all-electric future a reality. So, uh, you know, really excited about it. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of activity, a lot of excitement at Detroit Hamtramck between now and, and the end of next year when, we, when those new all-electric pickups start rolling off the assembly line. Well, tell us, a break, break down for us a bit the investment that you're making and uh, what it's going to mean in terms of jobs. Yep. So the, the $2.2 billion that is a direct investment in the plant, in the Detroit Hamtramck plant, will be used to uh, to completely renovate the plant, the pants, the plant's paint shop and the body shop, as well as the general assembly area. And, and when we say uh, receive upgrades, that includes new machines, new conveyors, new controls, and new tooling. Basically, everything the employees need to build these new vehicles. From a uh, from a manpower standpoint, when the plant is fully operational. We anticipate it's going to create about 2,200 good-paying U.S. manufacturing jobs, um, and uh, you know. So the plant currently, right now, builds the Cadillac CP6, and that production will go through the end of this month through the end of January, and then it'll continue on with the Chevrolet Impala into the end of February. But when the end of February comes around, the plant will be down. Uh, and, and we'll begin spending the $2.2 billion at the plant to, uh, you know, prep it for the for this family of all new uh, electric uh, trucks and SUVs. Will the assembly of, of those vehicles move to other locations, or how are you going to handle that? No, so, yes, yeah, so the, the, the Cadillac CT6 is going to be discontinued uh, as, well as, as well as the Impala. So uh, when, when we come to the end of February, when Detroit Hamtramck builds out the Impala, uh, you know that that vehicle will be discontinued, and and we announced that back in January, in November of 2018. Uh, at that time, you know, we we announced uh, the discontinuation of several car products, because you know if you look at the reality, if you look at the marketplace over the last handful of years, customers have moved from cars into trucks and crossovers and SUVs, and you know uh, we had to adjust our portfolio to bring it in line with you know what customers are buying. So, um, uh, you know, and fast forward a year, year and a half from now, we had a plant, uh, Detroit Hamtramck, that was unallocated a product, which basically meant it didn't have a future. Uh, but, but now it has a $2.2 billion investment, and uh, we'll be building a variety of all-electric trucks, you know, that, that'll begin late next year. So really exciting time. And, uh, you, know, you know, what we're ultimately excited about uh, you know, is our vision of an all-electric future is coming into clear focus. Um, you know, and, and if you if you take the the money we're going to invest in at the Detroit Hamtramck plant, when you combine that with 
the joint venture that we're creating with LG Chem to create a battery cell manufacturing operation in Lordstown, Ohio. We're investing tremendous amounts of money to create this all electric future. And, uh, you know, again, the, the future is, is, uh, that once may, may have been in the distant future is, is certainly quite a bit closer now. And, uh, investments like the $2.2 billion investment in Detroit Hamtramck and the $2.3 billion investment in, in the Lordstown battery cell plant, it's, you know, uh, you know, tremendous amounts of money for where we, we see the future going. You know, again, we, we believe in an all-electric future. It's certainly not going to happen overnight, but, you know, we think one day uh, we will have an all-electric future. And, you know, it's already started. You know, the, the, the Chevrolet Bolt, all-electric vehicles in the marketplace. We You know, we had the Chevrolet Volt, the extended-range electric vehicle. We had the Chevrolet Spark, an all-electric vehicle. So, you know, and, and our competitors are, are introducing more and more electric vehicles all the time. So the industry is moving this way. I'm sure we'll see other significant investments from other other automakers because you know the you know we we believe in that all electric future and, and that future has already begun. So very exciting times. And you're also talking about uh, building the self-driving cruise vehicle there. T- tell us about that. Yes. Yes. So uh, as part of the announcement this morning, uh, the Cruise Origin, which is a shared electric self-driving vehicle, uh, it was revealed uh, and unveiled last week by Cruise uh, in San Francisco. Uh, Detroit Hamtramck is going to build that vehicle. Uh, so when Cruise Origin uh, uh, begins, uh, you know, goes into production, the, the employees at Detroit Hamtramck will, will build that product as well. Now, Cruise has not disclosed anything in terms of timing, uh, other than it would uh, it would follow after the first pickup that'll roll off the Detroit Hamtramck assembly line late next year, late in 2021. It'll be after that, but beyond that, Cruise has, has not providing any more color on, uh, on you know when uh, when the Cruise Origin will go into production, but. Uh, you know, when it does, it'll be built at Detroit Hamtramck. And, uh, and again, that, that product is certainly, you know, takes the, takes our vision of a, uh, of, of a world where there are zero crashes, zero emissions, zero congestion that, that, you know, that makes that reality even closer as well. So, uh, very exciting time at GM and, uh, you know, we're, we're excited to, push the future and, uh, you know, investments like the investment in Detroit Hamtramck and the one we've made in Lordstown, it's, it's, it's getting us there. Tell us what the roadmap is looking like. Uh, what percentage of, of GM's vehicles are, are likely to be all electric over within, uh, I don't know, what are you saying, five years, 10 years? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're not pr- providing a specific forecast on that. You know, c- clearly right now, and for the foreseeable future, you know, vehicles, uh, cars, trucks, and crossovers powered uh, by the internal combustion engine are going to be, be around. But I think you're going to see the the market share of electric vehicles slowly grow over time. So, you know, we're not in the uh, we're not in the business to pr- project uh, numbers, but you know, uh, GM and I think a lot of other automakers are uh, based on, on the vehicles that are being re- revealed and investments that are being made. You know, th- there is a, an all-electric future. And from a GM perspective, we certainly believe in an all-electric future. And, and, and we're, we're not just talking about it. We're, 
we're you know we're creating that reality with investments like this. But you know the the move to electrification, uh, you know, it's not going to happen overnight uh, because you know there are still challenges with cost. There are still challenges with with range. Uh, but you know, as more automakers uh, bring to market more electric vehicles, and as we engineer newer and newer versions, you know, we can bring the cost down. So you know, in the not so distant future, you know, electric vehicle, the cost of an electric vehicle uh, will probably be on, on parity with an internal combustion engine. But you know, certainly don't want to predict that. But you know, it's you know, we're we're headed in a world that's moving that way, or we're in a world that's moving that way, and. And, uh, you know, we're, we're putting our money where our mouth is and, and uh, you know, we're excited to be a, be a part of this all-electric future. And uh, I guess uh, some of the advantages, obviously, the environment, depending on how the electricity is, is created, yep. uh, are, are yep. there. But also, I guess, it's a, it's a change in the, in the business model for, uh, in the whole industry with less maintenance needed, fewer, yeah. fewer parts and things. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and, you know, without a doubt, and our CEO, Mary Barra, has mentioned this, uh, you know, quite frequently in the last year or so, is that we're going to see more change in the auto industry in the next five years than we will have seen in the last 50 years. So tremendous change going on. You know, a lot of it's driven by technology. A lot of it's driven by need because, you know, you know, it, it's, you know, we, we believe global warming is real and, and we're committed to being part of the solution. And, uh, you know, investments like this in a portfolio with more and more electric vehicles uh, is, is part, part of the future that, that we're driving that we, we are excited to lead. So, um, but yeah, a lot of change, which, you know, uh, you know, change is scary sometimes, but change also provides tremendous opportunity. And, you know, we're, you know, from a GM perspective, we're trying to, to capitalize on the opportunity and, and, uh, you know, and, and show and prove that we are committed to an all-electric future. And finally, with, with so much more uh, technology uh, going into these vehicles, in addition to uh, just being electric vehicles, but all of the sensors and, and whatnot, uh, yep. require a lot of retraining for, for the employee, for the work, workforce? Well, from, from an engineering perspective, you know, there's more code in vehicles you know, we put more code in vehicles with all the active safety technologies and all the electronics in the vehicle, tremendous amount of code. So, you know, our engineering needs certainly have changed, uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're looking for more electrical engineers. Uh, we still need mechanical engineers because in the end, we still have to build whatever we engineer because, you know, we are an engineering company that builds stuff. And, uh, but, you know, from a, from a manufacturing standpoint, you know, we have uh, our, uh, what, what we call our global manufacturing system, and it's it's a comprehensive, uh, disciplined way uh, of of building a product. So, you know, in a, certainly in an electric vehicle, uh, an electric motor replaces the gasoline engine. A, a battery essentially replaces the gas tank. So, you know, uh, you know, we're assembling. We will be assembling different components to create an electric vehicle, but still, you know, um, that's where we think we, we offer tremendous value here with a future where there's a lot of technology is we have, a, we're a manufacturer that has more than a hundred years of experience. So we know how to build stuff and we know how to engineer stuff. And, 
you know, we think we're at the forefront uh, of de- developing EV and AV tech technology, and, uh, and and we certainly can build it, you know, because we have the expertise on, you know, the, the the millions and millions of products we've built over the last hundred years. So, uh, you know, we're we're excited to to lead lead this, um, and excited for where things are going. For more info, where's the best place for folks to go? Yeah, you can uh, check us out on the website at www.gm.com. Dan Flores, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Well, Fred, uh, we appreciate your interest, and uh, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Now this. How many companies out there have continued to innovate when it comes to building a better radio? I'm Fred Fishkin, host of Textination, and I'm here to tell you about the new CC SkyWave SSB radio from the wonderful people at C-Crane. Bob and his crew really love radio, and it shows in this new compact model that is packed with features. Beyond great AM and FM reception and sound, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world, listen to ham radio operators, aviation, and more. It's the radio you'll turn to every day, and in emergencies. It will run for nearly three days on just two AA batteries. Pair the sleep timer with the new Soft Speaker 3, and you've got the perfect radio for your nightstand. Of course, it can wake you up too. Click on Crane at textination.com and put in the code TEXTINATION for a free flashlight with your order. They love radio, and you'll love Crane.